Kimberly Cheese for Young Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to explore the world of strategic thinking. I think I might start with one um, of my mentees who asked me in the performance review, they've been asked to be more strategic and less tactical. Not sure how to go about that. And to me, um, being strategic is something, it's not just an innovation and some people are brighter than others. It's a discipline. To me, some of us have to consciously think about how to be strategic. And I encourage people to think across the whole life thing, not just about work. So, for example, if you're looking at where do I want to be in two to three years, three to five years and so on and so forth, you can think about in relation to leisure and travel, health and your fitness, you can think about family, you know, any stages of family, relationships, etc. And then the same for work. And then within work, what's my career going to look like, where I'm going to be? But then in between, if I focus on the career side, you've got to think is, how am I going to build this in in day-to-day -day so I don't just write down in three years' time, I want to be in charge of X, and then I do nothing about it. That's where most people fall down is that they think about it, but then they don't execute it. Executing it would be really, to me, it's as important as having a diary entry for strategic review every day. And that can apply to the project you're working on, the team that you are managing, the team you are being a team member on, or your career plan. What actual actions, activities, etc. have you written down to say, I'm going to do this by then, and that is going to work towards my career step, as an example. I think in a recent podcast we talked about mapping. And I mm. think this is an ideal opportunity for you to not focus on the word strategic and strategy, but think about a map. So think about the place that you are now, the work situation, whatever it is, if you want to think more broadly, as Gwiana suggested, where are you now? And you want to move away from that point, so you want to depart from this point, and you want to move to some other direction. You want to move towards something else. And if we don't focus on the word strategy, which I think sometimes has some negative implications about uh, planning and gathering resources or the foray into the business world and think more about the journey that you want to take and what resources you might need and what activities you might need to perform to move towards that destination that you want to reach. So the mapping tool, I think if you haven't listened to that podcast, go back and have a listen to that. It's called Mapping Your Milestones. That, I think, will give you a good base way of looking at how you should be thinking and give you an opportunity to be creative about the thought processes that you need to use to address the, the word strategy in this sense. When you're working on something, let's say if you're building a house, for example, you say to yourself, this is what I need now, but do you not also think what would I need the house to look like in five years' time? You can think about things like saving money activities such as solar uh, paneling. You can think about 
I can't afford it now, but if we're planning to have a family or I'm having using it as an Airbnb or having in-laws living with me, whatever the case, the potential for then building it in such a way that I can expand it, thinking ahead by thinking, what can I do to make it the lowest maintenance possible if I'm going to be traveling a lot? So that to me is strategic thinking. It's not just about building a house for function now. That exactly same process has to apply whatever work you're doing at the time. If you're coming up with a new product, with a new process, whether you're working on a specific project, whether it is technology or any other thing, is how would the purpose it serve now and how would serve future changes in technology, resourcing, direction, business direction, expansion, all of those things. It's interesting to think of this in terms of projects. If you wanted your group to be more strategic, perhaps you would look at they're working on this particular activity now, so they, for example, have to, and it's an example that I heard talked about yesterday, that they're working on vehicle emissions. So they're engineers, they're looking at the most efficient piece of equipment they can put into a car to, to have it be, the emissions be compliant with the current legislation. Now what happens if that legislation changes in two or three years' time, which, which is not unheard of. It's probably something that you might need to be thinking about. If, if you ask the team to not only think about solving this particular issue now for inclusion of the car at the moment, but that they will also be responsible for any reports that come back that make this the cars non-compliant in two, three, five years, whatever you want to make it, then it broadens the project, broadens their responsibility, broadens their thinking and gives them more ownership of this project than just this specific task. If it's always about we've got to make this thing to do this activity now and then I walk away from it and I don't think about it again, then you can't expect people to be committed to that process, to that activity. They will do it for you and they'll do it to the best of their ability. But there's no ownership, there's no feeling of contribution to that project that carries with them onto the next one. They just go to the next one and then 10 years later they'll, they'll list all the projects they've worked on and they don't have any attachment to them. But if you extend that to in a more strategic sense to looking not just at the immediate but to the broader implications of this particular activity and this process, not in a management sense in that it will bring you more work or bring you more activity, but just in, in a thinking sense, then it allows the, the group to have more ownership of that activity. In, in an organisation I worked with a few years back, I had a boss who would every now and again call the team in, direct reports and say... We, we love these stories about when she had a boss. <laughs> we just want to know. Yeah, the poor, the, the poor person. Yeah. Um, he'll call us in and he goes, okay, I want to talk about what our division, or in this case organisation, as we were the senior management team, what this organisation will look like or in your opinion or how can it look like in a few years' time. We were in a fleet industry at the time and we leased and rented vehicles to other organisations and we maintained those vehicles. People will say, look, the workshop can be much more efficient. 
if we have the latest equipment, if we get the cars not all delivered at once and registered at the same time, so the recurring maintenance, etc., etc. And then one person who actually wasn't on the mechanical side, but he was in the other side of the business, in the sales side, said, I think we do away with um, the workshops. We won't have any workshops. And you could imagine the look around the room by the head of the, the areas that run that of shock, horror, and what would this guy know? He just sells, he talks to customers, etc. But when you follow that just example to its logical conclusion, it ended up happening and it was the right answer, which said, why do we need to have our own workshops when there is dealership everywhere? We're a national organization, which meant people want to be able to get to us. We don't need offices and mechanical workshops in every place. We just need to have contracts of preferred suppliers, which worked out better in an economical term, into service to the customer, etc., etc., and reduced the running cost enormously. But that person that said it was A, way ahead of their time, B, very brave, <laughs> and C, the boss really was very forward thinking in asking that question and calling us to discuss it. The people in the workshop initially thought, you know, traitor, etc., etc. But even they could see the, the value in it begrudgingly. I think it also shows that it must have been a reasonably safe environment, which is important yes. too, to be able to voice those ideas. It, it brings us again to a reference to another podcast where we talked about the idea of putting things in a parking lot. Yes. If you are working in a, in a team and you're come across ideas or activities that you or the team think are worthwhile, but then they can't be pursued for all sorts of reasons at that time. And you put them into this parking lot of ideas, that becomes the groundwork for your strategic thinking. Because the ideas that are in there have come as a result of the work that is happening at this time, but they are ideas that are running almost in parallel or at a tangent to what's happening now. So that's where strategic thinking can start. You go back and you review all the things in the parking lot. Let's just bring everything out of the parking lot and see what's there and have a talk about those things. And particularly if you're in an environment where you're not sure that it's safe to introduce completely new ideas or to ask the group for new ideas at that point in time. You've got a starting point for discussion and it is things that they've thought about, things that have come up previously. And again, I will say, they don't have to be things that have got a solution now. They don't have, there doesn't have to be a way to do it now. And not any of them are the end answer. That even if you decide and pursue one and think, well, this is going to be the strategic plan for the next five years, and you get to that five-year point, you will have done reviews and, and looked at it all through the time. You might get to that point and think, well, we need to go back to what it was before. And the prime example of that is customer service. We, over, say, the last 15 years, if we go back 15 years, we all know that we could ring a telecommunications company and you would talk to someone who was based here locally, in your state at least. And then there was a, a move to making it more efficient to have call centres. And so they were call centres that were geographically based to take advantage of cheap local resources or infrastructure that was already in place. 
and then it became cheaper for those call centers to be moved offshore and now I think there are some organizations who are finding that their customers and their customer base is more loyal and their customers are happier if they can talk to someone that they feel is locally based and so even if that becomes not so much a, an employer basis but a contract basis where you've got someone whose phone you pay for and they sit at home and they make these customer service calls that we've gone almost full circle in terms of customer service just in that one area and that's because the strategic thinking over that time was based on the available information, the available resources, both financial and technological, and that even though there's been advances in the technology, probably the financial resources are more constrained, and so they have to look strategically at a better solution than they've had in the past. I want to revisit a couple of things that we touched on earlier, and that is, let's say you've got a couple of projects being worked on in the organisation. There's usually few projects on top of business as usual. So if you're having those, the importance of a having each project team being cross-functional, so they're not just looking at it from their own perspective and having someone from wherever the whole thing interacts so that you can see the whole picture and come up with better solutions and strategic solutions. And the importance of project teams talking to each other. And if we go back to the parking lot, that parking lot has got to be shared with all of them. Not just because they came out by team A, who's working on project A, to be kept there. Because that parking lot, might one thing on it might be very, very relevant to a group working in a, a third project, which they think, oh, I could do that now, or that's good, I'll make sure when I build this product or this process or this system, it will be able to take this into account in the future. I think we probably covered what we need to for strategic thinking. Yeah. If you've got any other queries on the topic or you've got some things that you would like to contribute to the discussion, please drop us a line using the emails that are on the site. But for now, I'm Kim Bailey, she's Brianna Osborne, and this is Inside the Tech.